Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, we speak the world on this We shine. Wednesday right here at the Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals. It is August 30th. I don't even understand how it's August 30th. I don't know how we got here again. This is one of those moments where I just wish Deborah Cox could come through and hit me with a how did we because I don't know in my mind it's February. Yep. In my mind, it's February. But you know what? It's it's not. It's August 30th. It's apparently National Beach Day. Um, shout out to National Beach Day because for me, I wish National Beach Day, I wish Beach Day were every day. That's my goal in life. My goal in life is to reach a point where I'm just at the beach every day. Every day? Every day. It is also National Grief Awareness Day. So shout out to everybody out there. I've, I've, um, I don't feel like I've been in scenarios where I've I've had extended grief. But the one thing people always say is that grief is something that never leaves you. You just learn how to manage it. And um, so to everybody managing grief uh, on this National Grief Awareness Day, we are sending you the light and ease of the load today. All right. What else we got coming up today? Jeremiah, like the Bible, run it down. Tell the people what they have in store on today's The Amanda Seals Show. Well, later today, we'll talk about Harrison Floyd, who is one of former President Donald Trump's co-defendants, a black man who is still in jail without bail. Also, another biopic is coming. What legend will be the subject of it? We'll give out some awards today. You know, we call them the Tassie. So stay like Because in. that's... Thing. That's the Amanda Seal Show acronym, Tassies. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay. <laughs> also, coming up this hour, State Representative Justin Jones was silenced in Tennessee. We're going to talk about that, as well as what rapper will be the subject of a new law class this fall at Georgia State University. So we got all that coming up for you, so make sure you stick around for it. Um, also, remember, don't go anywhere, because we will also have the big up, the let down, you know, 60-second headlines, politicians say the darndest things, all those going on. If you haven't checked out my uh, political comedy documentary, In Amanda We Trust, please make it your business to go and do so at inamandawetrust.com. It is available until Friday. It is available until Friday, okay? Uh, but on Friday... Friday, we will be having a watch with me on YouTube where you can join me watching it. So if you didn't get a chance to get it or you were like, mm, I don't know if I want to play that money. Well, you know what? I'm going to do you a solid and you can join me on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. And we will be watching it together. All right. All right. That's how it's going down right here at the Amanda Seals show today on this August 30th. We'll be right back with some Black Eared News. Stick around. Seals show. It is Amanda Seals here, and uh, it's time to get into some Black Urit news, folks. All right, so uh, Tennessee, 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 Tennessee is on awesome, uh, just on some other mess. Okay, they voted to quote unquote silence Representative Justin Jones of Nashville. Now, y'all know Representative Jones, Representative Pearson, they were these brothers that were part of the Tennessee Three. The third one was Gloria Johnson. They were ousted out of the House, the Tennessee House of Representatives because they like went into the well. So that's basically like where the um, podium is like with a mega horn when they were being silenced back then. Uh, and when I say back then, I mean literally like you know, a couple months ago, because they were really trying to get the Tennessee House of Representatives to pay attention to their constituents and their constituency asking for gun laws. This is after the covenant shooting and they were silenced. Then they got reelected. They're back. And now they're actually being silenced even more. OK, they're by, they're being silenced on a whole other level right now. Um, and Justin Jones of Nashville is 
he's not going down quietly. Okay. So he was ruled out of order for speaking off topic twice during a debate on Monday by the Speaker of the House, Cameron, or we like to call him Kremlin Sexton because he is operating as if he is an actual like iron fist leader. Um, And that automatically triggered a vote to silence Representative Jones for the remainder of the day. The vote passed along party line, 70-20, and then the Democrats walked out in protest. But I want to play for you some audio uh, from Justin Jones, what he was saying after this happened. And he's outside of the Tennessee Capitol building. Check it out. Hey, y'all, we have an update. Um, Just left the House chamber. Um, The Democrats walked out of the chamber in protest after Cameron Sexton decided to abuse his gavel and call for a vote so that I could not even speak for the rest of the session. Um, He said it was because of speaking off topic. And so what we're seeing is this misapplication, this abuse of rules um, under the leadership of Speaker Cameron Sexton. Um, Members of the public were were taken out of the gallery. I was told I was going to be silent. Our caucus walked out in solidarity um, because what's happening is not democratic. It is authoritarianism. Um, It's very troubling what we're witnessing here. You can see that the Capitol um, is surrounded, you know, by troopers. This does not look like a democratic body anymore. Um, It it is very troubling, the trajectory that we're on. And really what he was trying to do was silence by vote of no confidence. But what he does not know is that he's only guaranteed that more people will show up because it shows how fragile his power is, his attacks on democracy, his attacks on dissent. And we're not going challenged. And so we'll continue to resist. Now, let me tell you what happened after that. Cameron Sexton. After this happens, he then just spur of the moment says, all right, we're ending the session early before any of the Democrats even get to uh, any of the remaining Democrats who came back in even get to speak. Then he's walking out and he shoulder shoves uh, Representative Justin J. Pearson. You know, the brother with the dashiki and the, the afro. And it, and it turned up. It turned up real quick because let me tell you, I don't know if he thinks Justin J. Pearson is a sucker because he wear glasses or something. But uh, I've, I'm always just like, why do y'all try, folks? Why? So but when I see stuff like that, it, it really makes me triggered because we must not forget that this is the state that founded the KKK. We must remember that. We have seen in the past our leaders, our black leaders be targeted. We have seen this. So we cannot get overcomfortable with the fact that, you know, we haven't seen it in a while because what we're seeing is a repeat of history. And I've, I've, I'm very, very conscious of the fact that they want to act out the way that their predecessors did. They want to. That is that 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 feels like a badge of honor for them. So we must protect these brothers. We must protect these brothers and we must take note of what's going on. Uh, you know, after they left the house, I mean, Justin Jones came up on the dais and was bounding the, bounding the gavel, y'all. It, it just was a whole thing. So let's keep our eyes open and let's keep our prayers up and let's make sure that Tennessee, for anyone who's listening in Tennessee, make sure, you know, that we uh, keep our head on swivel for these brothers because they are really doing what they need to do to to speak out for folks. And we've seen... Folks be silenced. We've seen them silence Dr. King. They silenced Nelson Mandela. The president of Brazil, you know, Lola, Lola, Lulu, Lulu, I think Lulu. Yeah, he was silenced. They put him in prison so that the the Brazilian Trump could be president. And then the people was not having it. And so then he had to be let out. They had to have a new Democratic election and boom, he was elected. And then, you know, the, the Brazil Trump was was tried. So I just say all that to say that we can't like think that it should just go like this and then be done with it. And we can't do anything. And remember, when they silence him, they're silencing his constituency. He is an elected official. So you silence Justin Jones, you silence Justin Pearson, you're silencing all of the people in their district that voted. How is that democracy? It's not. I'll talk more about that another time. Uh, But what do you think about this? Hit me up, 1-855-MAND-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I want y'all to get riled up and I want to hear it. So call me up. We'll be right back with 60 Second Headlines on The Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And it is time for Jeremiah Like the Bible to jump us into 60-second headlines. All right, first up, Amanda. Eminem is not a fan of Republican Vivek Ramaswamy rapping one of his biggest hits on the campaign trail. Apparently, BMI sent Ramaswamy a cease and desist letter. I love that. He said, Mm-mm, you're not going to eight mile on the on your campaign trail. Nope. Also, the school district of Philadelphia has started a new program that will combat the nationwide school bus driver shortage. Registered families will receive $300 a month for transporting their child to and from school. 
y'all, this is a brand new thing. I ain't never heard of that. I mean, my mom was driving me to school. She didn't get a check. So y'all better go out there and get that bread. And my mom always said that the drive to school and from home, I mean, the drive to school and from school is the best time to really get your kid to talk. So this is, a, mm. I think this actually could be a good way for parents to connect with their kids. Well, speaking of connecting with kids, Nia Long wants the court to grant her full and legal physical custody of her son with Ime Aduka following his cheating scandal. I mean, well, if they're getting divorced, that seems like that would be the case. No, I mean, I don't know how that works. I don't, I don't have nothing to say about that. Y'all know I love Nia Long. I don't know nothing about this. Let me just sit this one out. <laughs> All right. A new study also has found that cancer rates are climbing, Amanda, among young adults and women in their 30s. You know, they say these insurance companies are like, oh, yeah, you don't need to get a mammogram until your 50s. And they do that not for your health, but this for their numbers. So y'all go out there, get your mammograms, you know, uh, touch yourself. You know what I mean? Do the <laughs> self exams, <laughs> et cetera. Why do I have to do it on myself while I said it? Oh, my God. Anyways, there was no lumps. Thank goodness. Uh, what else? What's next? What's next? Well, last but not least, officially, Barbie is now the America's highest grossing film of 2023. Did any other movies come out? I mean, Oppenheimer. I know there was a Transformers situation. Was mm-hmm. was Avatar this year? What? Maybe. I don't. Even I don't know. know. I don't understand time. I don't understand time anymore. So there's that. But uh, all right. Well, congrats to Barbie. That doesn't surprise me. Um, Barbie is a very interesting film. It's one of those movies where I feel like you only need to see it once. But then you feel like you don't know what you saw. <laughs> so there's that. But that is our 60 second headlines, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And uh, let's keep it going on some Black Urine News. Let's talk about Freeway Ricky Ross. Okay, the biggest boss, Rick Ross. Okay, so. Rick Ross is the focus of a class at Georgia State University College of Law this fall. Students will have the opportunity to study the legal life of the Grammy-nominated multi-platinum recording artist and serial entrepreneur Rick Ross. And when I first heard about this, I was just like, I mean, why would that be interesting? But apparently this is a series, okay? And he is the fourth in this series of the legal life, of course, at the university, which is part of the curriculum for the Entertainment, Sports, and Media Law Initiative at the law school because he has several business ventures. He's a New York Times bestselling author. He's a CEO of Maybach Music Group. He's a franchise owner of like 25 Wingstop. So apparently, you know, he has a lot of like entrepreneurial and business elements that can be studied. So that makes sense. But it made me wonder like, who are some other folks that would be good subjects for the legal life? You know what I'm saying? So generally yeah, like the yeah. Bible, I was, I, I was pondering this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought of some folks. So I think Puff Daddy, mm, right? Okay. But yes. okay, but for Puff, it would be the legal life of, and then you'd have to have like all of his different names because he had different <laughs> things going on. Like he was he was doing one thing when he was Sean Combs, he was doing right. another thing when he was Puff Daddy, then he was like another thing, you know, like because I mean the band, like that's a whole the legal life of the of just that. So you know, remember he was love at one time, wasn't he? Love Combs. He was. Love. He did say that was his name for a little chunk of time. Yes. <laughs> All right. I think another person that would be good is Pinky from Slutty Vegan. Um, she has done so much with the Slutty Vegan franchise. I mean, not just the restaurants, but she's got like recipe books. She's got like book books. She's got merch. I think she's also got like foundations. You know, she's done a whole bunch of stuff. I agree. Hopefully, they give out you know some burgers in the class that'll make the class even better. That will make the class even better. Yes, we would like to see that. Now, I just out of curiosity think there should be a legal life of Ray J because I've been wondering for mm-hmm. a, quite some time. Quite I mean, some time. He was on College Hill, um, the College Hill reboot. So I mean, I'm sure he's not. He's familiar with being like in a classroom setting for things like this. But like, what is like? I've ne- like aside from being Randy's brother. Mm-hmm. I have one wish, and that's to know how Ray J is actually making money. Because remember, he had the glasses that don't break, and then he did the interview, and then the glasses broke. <laughs> they did break. They did break on television. I just if <laughs> one wish. It was my son. I was holding my son. I couldn't hit that note. Um, some other ones I think would be good are Tyler Perry. Okay, yep. um, Snoop. 
right? Okay. Yes. Snoop. I mean, Tyler Perry's class will definitely be about a good budgeting class. And I think Snoop Dogg, he'll definitely have like a variety of, um, he's like Rick Ross. He has like a variety of um, offshoots of his brand. He's re- reinvented himself several times. Yes. And then the Obamas. Because at this point, I'm looking at the Obamas like, what y'all really doing now? <laughs> like, Being cool. Mm, okay. They might not have time for the class, honestly. I don't know what they're doing. Okay. I mean, I just, I want to find out later that the Obamas were behind the scenes, like putting together uh, a resistance effort. That's what I want to <laughs> find out. Cause they surely aren't in front of the scenes doing it. What are your thoughts? Who would you, who would you want to get more insight into their legal life? If, uh, hit me up. 1855 man That's 1855 Up next, we're going to go to the phone lines and see what's on your mind. So, uh, keep it locked. We're going to listen to and learn with the Amanda Seal show. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's your girl, Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Thank y'all for listening. If you missed anything, remember, you can always check out the daily podcast. It's wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out my podcast, Small Doses. Uh, this week's episode is side effects of answering the call with Immortal Technique, I believe. Mm-hmm. Is that what? Part two. Yeah, that's part two. Immortal Technique is a underground MC, but he's also an activist. He's also a philanthropist. Uh, he's also just an incredibly intelligent guy. And he came on the show last year and y'all were so just riveted by his commentary that I said, you know what, let's come on back. So he came to the house and we did a new episode and it's going to be out today. So wherever you get your podcast, you can get it in. You can watch it when it premieres. The visuals premiere tomorrow on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. But now let's go to the phone lines. Who's this? Hey Amanda, hey Jeremiah, I like the Bible. It's Tiffany from Queens again. Um, I'm calling to talk about student loans. So I meant to call when you guys were talking about it before. Um, I have a student loan. During the Panini, I was doing my best to pay it off even though they weren't asking for me to do that because everybody was on a freeze. But I figured this was the time for me to pay without interest and chisel away at it. So I paid like 16 grand. And then the whole loan forgiveness thing came out. So I stopped, of course. And then now look what's happening. And I'm really upset because I was like maybe 10 grand away or no, 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 $6,000 away. And they told me I can get some of my money back because I paid during COVID. And then the rest would be forgiven because I was eligible for the 10 grand. So I, I balanced it out where that was all that was left. And then here we are, where now I'm going to have to go back to paying again, when I could have paid it off in full and been done with them. But now I'm back in bed with them and I didn't ask for it. So I'm really upset. So um, I graduated a while ago, like 2011. I'm old, but (laughs) I hope that people stand up and do something about it because them books, the tuition wasn't worth half those classes that I was taught, those basic classes. Mm mm. I'm okay. a psych- I have a, a BA in psychology and I work in human resources. I have an associate's in business management, so they kind of go together. But I feel like the tuition is just way higher than these classes are really worth. Some of these professors are amazing. But some of them are just straight up trash and they need to Ooh. find a way to regulate this because education should be free. And if they're going to charge that much, then we should get the entire education and not all this critical race theory crap that they're trying to throw around so what those are my thoughts love you guys love the show talk to you later bye she lost me at the end <laughs> i don't know what that was about but i don't even understand what, <laughs> what was you talking about about the this critical race theory crap? i mean i'm i'm gonna just err on the side of positive that basically she was saying that they should focus on teaching and not spewing bs Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to stick with that. You know, here's the thing, though. It's like, I think a lot of people don't understand that, yes, college is free in other in other places. Uh, mm-hmm. And in places like Denmark, they pay you when you do well in college. <laughs> really? Let me move to Denmark. Yes. They pay you when you do well in college. And, um, and then when you get out of college, they actually pay, like, you know, fair wages for their work. <laughs> so... 
all of this is available and possible. It's just that we live in a country that is not a true democracy and that believes that the idea of socialism in any part of its government is considered communism, which is just nonsense. And really, it's just at the end of the day, this idea that only certain people should have access and everybody else should not. That is what this country believes. This country just believes that like it is only for the rich, even though most Americans are <laughs> not rich. Right, right. And it'd be the ones who are the most American flag toting folks. They're literally like not considered by the government that says that they're like the most American. So there's that. Um, but, you know, I think it's just a matter of time when we see all of this kind of turn around and hopefully for the better. But in the meantime, in between time, I'm sorry, girl. I'm sorry that you did that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But shout out to everybody who got their loans. Um, forgiven. Shout out. All right. So we'll be right back. Uh, we got more show for you. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. We're going to talk about biopics. What icon has a biopic in the work? We're going to get into it. Plus the big up, let down. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why I did that. Hey, 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 y'all. Happy Wednesday. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. It is Wednesday, August 30th. Happy hump day. Happy birthday to everybody whose birthday is out here. Uh, we got Cameron Diaz. Remember Cameron Diaz, uh, Charlie's Angels. And what was the other one that she was in? Um, uh, along came somebody. Uh, no, Is that her? something something about Mary. Something about Mary. Something about Mary. Oh, right? Yeah. Okay. Something about Mary. Yeah. Was that I it? Think so. Trevor Jackson. Trevor Jackson. Also, you know, something from Superfly and Grownish. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, also, uh, Warren Buffett. You know, the big money guy, Warren Buffett. Also, uh, rest in peace to. The uh, this is a posthumous like in heaven birthday for Robin Harris and for civil rights activist Fred Hampton, the subject of the film um, Judas and the Black Messiah. You understand R. I. P. me? R.I.P. 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 All right, now coming up this hour, Jeremiah, what do we got? What do we have? Uh, well, for Black Year News, we're going to talk about Governor Ron DeSantis because recently he got booed while in Florida, his his um state he's governing. <laughs> also, biopics. What legend will be the subject of an upcoming biopic? We're going to talk about it and give out some tassies. That's an Amanda Seal Show award. We can't afford it. Plus, today's Big Up Letdown. All right. So that's all happening. If you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to tune into my Small Doses podcast. This week, we got side effects of answering the call. Part two with Immortal Technique. And if you don't know who Immortal Technique is, um, look him up because he is a brother who he's one of our Latinx brothers. But he's he's. When I say brothers, because he's also was raised in Harlem, it's a lot. It's a lot of elements to Immortal Technique. We've known each other forever and a day. And uh, he's a brilliant, brilliant freedom fighter and MC. And he joined me this week to talk about answering the call. So we're going to get into that on the Small Doses podcast. So make sure you check that out. All right. We got more show for you. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals, and uh, it's time to get into the Black Year Rich news. All right, we got more Black Year news for you. So, a black lawmaker in Florida is speaking out against Governor Ron DeSantis and his quote unquote agenda. Jeremiah, you know, people love that word agenda. They do, they do. They, they do, they love it. So, okay, we do know that there was a shooting, there was a mass shooting in Florida, and it was at the hands of somebody who made it very clear in their manifesto that they are racist and that this was a purposefully racially motivated terrorist act. And then Ron DeSantis shows up in Jacksonville, shout out to Duval to, I don't know, do some type of um, like show of support. 
Which he got booed. So let, uh, let's hear the booze. <laughs> so can we hear that first? Can we hear the booze? There you go. That was the people booing right. this man. Um, you know, and let me tell you, there were also like other people there, like other lawmakers who were like, don't boo Governor DeSantis, which is BS. <laughs> but <sighs> there's always one. There's always one or two or three. Um, but thankfully, there was also local representative Angie Nixon, uh, mm-hmm. who is Angie for Florida on uh, Instagram. And she shared this message after the shooting and after DeSantis uh, had the nerve to show up. My blood is literally boiling. Myself and other representatives, particularly black representatives throughout the past few legislative sessions have, we have repeatedly told him what his rhetoric was going to do. And that is exactly what transpired on yesterday. This is an agenda that he has been pushing since he has gotten into office. He showed us who he was when he initially ran for governor saying, don't monkey this around, don't monkey this up. Those type of statements, it only leads to things like this. Republican leadership across this state who are doing everything to continually attack black lives, right? They are doing everything to erase black history, they are feeding our children propaganda. All that does is lead to the devaluation of black lives. This guy, he had no respect for the black community. He had no respect. I am more than angry. And now there are three families that no longer have their family members to come home to. This is here in Florida. Governor DeSantis and the Republican Party of Florida are doing nothing but hurting, hurting us. And I am angry and I will not continue to sit idly by. America, you are in danger, girl. We must stop Ron DeSantis in his tracks. I am not an angry black woman. I am a woman who is speaking truth to power to let you all know this man means us no good. And it is evident by what transpired here yesterday in Jacksonville, Florida. Now, Jeremiah, did you see the picture of the sister standing next to Ron DeSantis wearing the Stand With Black Woman shirt? I did. <laughs> that is who this is. Okay. I did not know that. Okay. But that I feel like she spoke, she spoke clearly about how everyone, I think everyone is feeling at this moment in time when it comes to Ron DeSantis in all factors of his life. Is it? This is what I, think I, you so. know, I don't. That's what scares me. Because at the same place, there was black people like, you know, Ron DeSantis is here. We need to take his presence as a gift. We need to accept True. his like what? True. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like what she's saying makes perfect sense. And shouldn't I mean, I don't know why anybody would question it, but I just we still got folks standing on the cool line. Well, hopefully mm. they see the lights before the election cycle come. Listen, man, it's, 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 uh, I don't even know what to say at this point other than call me. 1-855-MAN-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Again, shout out to Duval, Duval County, Florida. And you know, now they got a, a hurricane coming. So yep, they do. it's like folks can't even catch their breath. They can't catch their breath. We'll be right back right here. Uh, we're going to let y'all catch your breath real quick. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals, and we have got more Black Year news. Jeremiah, tell the people about this Mary J. Blige biopic. Well, so it's been reported that Mary J. Blige will have a biopic that's reportedly in the works. So last November, you know, Mary J. gave us a glimpse in her personal life when she had a children's book called Mary King. The novel was about a young girl who proves that anyone can make their dreams come true. But now, reportedly, she's working with BT Plus on a project mm. about her. Mm. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's no official release date right now. But you know, <sighs> fingers crossed that we get a, a Mary J. biopic. So, I don't know, man. When you threw in the BT Plus, that gave me pause. <laughs> I believe it. You do? 
I do. I'm gonna I'm look on the optimist side. All right, <laughs> why Mary, not? It's you Mary know? J. It's Mary J. I mean, ah, Lord. You know what? Maybe maybe I don't want a biopic. I want a series. Mm, that feels okay. like a, a better... Because Mary's had so many phases that I feel mm. like we would need a series. You know, because like there's Yonkers Mary, there's KC Mary, you know, no, not KC. Yeah, there's KC Mary, you know, then we have like, Mar- like, I'm happy Mary, no more drama in my life right. Mary, right. right? But then we have like Kendu Mary, and we don't even know that I was, we didn't even know that Kendu was just another KC. She need to stay away from niggas that name start with K. That's what she need to do. <laughs> um, you know, there's just like a lot of levels of Mary. And now we have like actress Mary. Right. So I feel like I, I just mapped out a whole eight episode season right there. Eight season. Plus. There we go. You know what I would love to see? I would love to see Courtney Kemp, who did the, who created the whole Power series. I would love to see her do a series about Mary, a limited series on Mary's life. Oh, that would be dope. Let me text Courtney and tell her that. Let me text Courtney and tell her that. But you know what? There have been some really good biopics. And so we wanted mm-hmm. to do a little thing called the Tassie Awards. Tassie stands for the Amanda Seals Show, by the way. So we want to do a little thing called the Tassie Awards. I don't really have like a sound effect right here, but just think of it like. <laughs> All right. So first up, Amanda, for the best biopic, the Tassie goes to. I think it's Ray because okay. Ray was like a biopic where I feel like we didn't realize that it was a biopic. Like it was just a good movie. I feel like a lot of times True. with biopics, you're like, oh, we're watching a biopic. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Ray just felt like a really good movie about an incredible person, like an incredible singer named Ray Charles. <laughs> and because <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when you watch the Whitney Houston biopic, you're like, oh, we're watching a bio. Biopics what? oftentimes they feel like TV movies. That's sure. It can't they get like movie-ish. TV. Yeah. And and it feels like soapy kind of. Ray didn't feel like that. Okay. All right. So that's, that's so good job. Good job. Congrats, Ray. Congrats, Ray. Yay. Shout out to Jamie Foxx. All right. Let's do the next one. The Tessie Award for Biopic We Never Needed goes to... The Aaliyah Biopic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. Concur. That was... Um, <laughs> The Aaliyah biopic was, oh. yeah, that's the sound effect for that one. You know, it was really just that we just, we we love Aaliyah. We mm-hmm. love our girl, but Lifetime wasn't the ones to do it. They wasn't the no. ones. Nope. They wasn't the yeah. ones. All Somebody right, in the car right now was like, I liked it. Shout out to <laughs> you, girl. All right. So the next one for the Tattoo Award is for most memorable scene in a biopic. It goes to... The car fight and a bunch of other scenes from What's Love Got to Do with It. Now you're probably like, well, then why isn't that the movie that got the best biopic? It was up there. It was up there. But I just feel like that movie right there has so many just like actual scenes that you can like replay. Like they have great scenes for acting class. I feel like like they have great scenes for acting class. I saw footage of uh, Angela Bassett like performing Tina Turner to Tina Turner the other day, and it was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Okay, bring us home. What's the last one? What's the last one? All right. For best performance in a biopic, the Taxi Award goes to... Chadwick Boseman! Now, y'all might be saying, like, why? I said, because Chadwick played Thurgood Marshall and James Brown and Jackie Robinson. Ain't none of them brothers look alike. None of them talk alike. None of them nope. were doing the same thing. It's a it's nope. a, a, a Supreme Court justice as a, a godfather of soul and a baseball player, like a legendary, iconic baseball player. So that is range, honey. OK. And, you know, we are we lost Chadwick Boseman this week last year. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, let's lift him up and uh, shout out to Chadwick Boseman for leaving us with so many incredible performances in his short life. And that right there, folks, is the Tassies for biopics. Yeah. We should build out the Tassies. Okay. We should build out the Tassies. All right. We got more for you when we get back right here with the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, 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 Big Up,
Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It is Amanda Seals here, and it is time for your Figo, Figo, Let Down. Okay, today's goes to your girl Coco Goff. If y'all don't know who Coco Goff is, yes, I have to say it like that. Coco Goff, all right? (laughs) She is a tennis player who on Monday night went head-to-head with German qualifier Laura Siegmund at the Arthur Ashe Stadium in a intense three-set match that lasted nearly three hours um, during the U.S. Open. But during the sets, Coco was becoming frustrated because Laura was, like, taking time. Like, for anyone who knows tennis, like, there's rules, okay? So there's, like, 25 seconds that you're supposed to have between like uh service so like once it's once the 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 rally has ended then the next you know we're supposed to serve the next ball and like mm-hmm. t- laura will be like going to sit down honey she's like taking a <laughs> towel to her <laughs> like just acting a mess and you know this is called gamesmanship by the way not sportsmanship okay. gamesmanship and this is when people basically are like trying to um, kind of like freeze their opponent. You know what I mean? Mm. We saw an example of this in the Richard Williams movie uh, where th- like the player had froze Venus when she played for the first time. At, I think it was the U.S. Open. And so this is an example of it. But honey, Coco took a page out of the Venus and Serena Williams book and stood up for herself. And she walked over to the umpire and said this. Okay. Right. Listen, she didn't stop there. Coco Goff went off, okay? And what you hear <laughs> is the audience behind her because the crowd was also getting frustrated with this. And when they interviewed her at the end of the match, they asked her, so how was it playing this, this very intense match? And she said, slow. <laughs> <laughs> We love it, but you know what? The letdown goes to everybody in the comments calling her rude for how she handled Damn. the situation because, yeah, yeah, of course, right? Because anytime a black woman stands up for herself, we rude. We're rude, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. like the Bible. Anytime, mm-hmm. anytime we 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 say, you know, hey, this isn't okay. We call attention to it. Now it becomes, oh, she's an angry black woman. Look at her. Look at how she's acting. This is poor sportsmanship. Un. Mm-mm. They don't like it. It's unacceptable. But you know what? You're getting a letdown, you people. Because honestly, <laughs> Coco did what she needed to do. And let me tell you, the other chick went over and talked to the umpire as well. Same tone, same interaction. But of course, no, it's okay for her because she's a blondie. She looked like Barbie. Well, <laughs> and and Coco got the W. Okay. So shout out to Coco Goff for going off and standing up for herself. We love to see it. That's our big up let down when we get back. Make sure to hit me up with your things you learned this week. You know that's my favorite. Hearing you all learn and then telling me about it is my favorite thing. So call me up. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We'll be right back. We're listening, laughing, and learning at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Check, y'all. Mike, check. One, two, one, two. is your favorite comedian, comments, and specialist, Amanda Seals. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Our phone lines are open 24-7 at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I always like to hear from you. So call me. Okay. Like, call me with your advice. You know, I have my I Be Knowing segment that we do on Group Chat Thursday. Well, I would love for y'all to call me in with something that, like, maybe you want to hear my thoughts on or maybe you think I don't know about it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what to do with that because I really I really like when y'all call in and y'all have stuff that makes my brain work. You know what I'm saying? I really want to be challenged. Okay, so here's the thing real quick. I really want to be challenged. I really feel like I could find something intelligent to say about, like, anything. Mm, okay. <laughs> And I really would love for people to call me and challenge me with like some, you know, just off the wall or whatever to just see. Can does Amanda know anything about this? Can right, Amanda right. come up with something to say about this? Like that's a little game I would love to just play with my brain. So if y'all would like to be a part of that, hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. But we got a caller right now. Let me hear it. what's up. First, I'd like to acknowledge that I really appreciate. Um, taking the initiative to have the conversation about STIs and making it something that's not poo-poo to discuss openly. Um, I have a couple stories. Um, My first experience 
with Ooh. STIs. Um, I had just given birth to my child. I went in for my six-week checkup, got a call back saying that I had developed chlamydia at the time. I had only been with my child's father um, and he acted like I was delirious and wasn't very supportive, but that was a lesson learned. The second time I was with someone else and contracted something else. And when I had a conversation with him, he um, started freaking out and wanted me to know that he didn't want me to jeopardize his health. Um, moving forward, if I am conversing with someone, cause I, I peeped the conversations. I forget what y'all called it about, you know, just the, the script that people can follow when they're having their own conversations. If I'm getting to know someone yeah. on the front end before feelings get involved, before interests get to peak. You know, I think that's really uh, great that she does that and that yep. she expects people to have that conversation. It's you know. important. It's very important, especially in these days. Well, all days. <laughs> well, what it sounds like in that conversation, it sounds like somebody gave her herpes and oh. then she spoke to her partner about it and that then he tried to act like he didn't give it to her and then said that you're putting my life in jeopardy. That's what it sounded like. That, that's like that's what that... <laughs> yes, that sounded like a script flippery. Yeah. And... um you know, I think it's also just important to understand, you know, what's really out here, you know, to understand what's really out here, to understand, uh, you know, I think a lot of us are engaging in behaviors and acting like we don't know the repercussions of it. <laughs> like when I hear that, when I hear that Sexy Red is out here talking about she's like the queen of raw dog, it's like, that's not a thing to be. Hmm. Queen of The queen of raw dog sounds to me like you better live in a state that allows for abortions. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. A state that has universal health care and allows for abortions. And she from St. Louis. And I don't know that St. Louis, I don't know that that uh, Missouri does either of those things. So um, let's keep it strapped up. And um, yes. and let, let's you know that. what I mean? Let's keep it. Yeah, let's keep it strapped up. And also let's keep it. Let's keep the conversations, you know, open. And I, I appreciate this is the calling in and telling us because, you know, at the end of the day, um, it is communication and honesty that always makes for the best relationships anyway. Exactly. Now, Harrison Floyd is uh, the only one of Trump's co-defendants that's still locked up. Funny enough, he's also the black one. We're going to talk about that when we get back. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We August 30th, and it was on this day in 1967 that Thurgood Marshall became the first African-American Supreme Court justice. Leading up to his nomination, Thurgood Marshall prevailed in Brown versus Board of Education, resulting in the end of school segregation. We must also remember that he was replaced by who? Clarence Thomas. That's correct. Yep. So, and and I I heard I saw a video recently where he was actually asked about this, and he was saying we played it on the show where he was saying that that was a terrible mistake, and that mm-hmm. just because he's black doesn't mean that he's down for the people. So, so shout out to to short. It's always I feel like so millennial when I'm like shout out to an ancestor. <laughs> <laughs> Stop shouting out just like I need to find something else like reverence to you know shout out is not good enough. <laughs> That's not good enough. Um, all right, Black Hearing News. What do we got coming up this hour, Jeremiah? Coming up, coming up this hour, we have to talk about Harrison Floyd, one of former President Trump's co-defendants, a black man. He's still locked up, Amanda, so we got to talk about that. Also, mm-hmm. what did Kelly Rowland say about Blue Ivy's performance on Beyonce's Renaissance Tour? We're going to talk, talk about that as well. And also, oh. it's summertime pop quiz time because oh. we love a pop quiz on the Amanda Seal Show. I mean, I am looking forward to that uh, because, you know, I like a quiz. I'm that geek who, when they said pop quiz, I was like, ooh, a chance at extra credit. Stay connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seal Set It. And for you to get extra credit, give us a call. 1-855-MAN-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. I really love when you hit me with what you learned this week. So share it with me on the phone lines. All right? It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. 
Steel Show. It's Amanda Steele's here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. And it is time for more Black Year in News. Now, Donald Trump's co-defendant and former Black Voices for Trump. Right. Because that's <laughs> right. That's something that needed to happen. Um, Harrison Floyd is one out of the 19 people that were arrested for trying to overturn the 2020 election results in Georgia. Now, when it was originally reported, he was the only defendant that was still stuck in jail with his bond denied. It turns out, though, that he actually was given bond. He just didn't have the money for bond. Um (laughs) I guess. And then he also didn't have the money to pay for a private attorney. And, you know, ain't nobody over there in Trump can't helping him out. Now, he just posted bond, uh, but we don't know. We haven't heard if he was released at all. But I just, you know, I wonder when he's sitting in there in that jail, Jeremiah, like the Bible, he's sitting there and he's twiddling his fingers and he's Mm -hmm. looking at the backside of his hands, not the palm, not the white side, (laughs) the black, the black. The black hand side. Right. And he's asked, you know, what do you want to make that one phone call? Who do you want to call? Who does he call? Well, in my mind, he would have to call for Trump. I mean, that that just seems like who he would need to call for Trump is is definitely the hotline that he would have to hit up. But I wonder what the phone, what the other side of the call sounded like when he <laughs> called for Trump. Okay. So in my mind, it went a little something like this. You, you play Harrison and I'm a beat for Trump. Okay. Okay. So hello. Oh, (laughs) Hey, this is Harrison Floyd. You know, I'm still locked in behind bars. Y'all I need help. I ain't got no money. They won't buy me out. Hey, quit calling. God dang. Quit calling. You had one job, okay? You had one job, and that was to be an N-word for Trump. But you want to be out here being an N-word. The feds pull up, and you're going to act on some nook if you buck mess. And now you sitting in there because they looking at you like, oh, see, this ain't what it is. You are not useful. You are a liability. L-I-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y. So you need to sit up there and think about yourself. Because here at for Trump, it's all about being completely un unless it's for Trump. And that's when the goals come out. All right? Don't drop the soul. Oh. <laughs> so y'all not go buy me out? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cries in black voices for Trump. That's pretty much in my mind how it went down. That's how it went down. So, you know, I have no empathy for this man. I have no empathy. I don't understand how y'all keep falling into this trap. You black folks that seem to think that these folks got your back, that these folks have any interest into you. I mean, I don't get it. I don't see it. I don't know how you so blind to it. But baby, wake up. Wake up. You know, I mean, he could have called Clarence Thomas. Maybe he would have bailed him out. Mm. He got it. He got the money or the gift. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, who do you think Harrison Floyd should have called? Tyrone or anybody else? Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. When we get back, what did Kelly Rowland say about Blue Ivy performing on Beyonce's Renaissance Tour? We'll talk about it next right here on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, y'all, it's Amanda Seals here. And uh, let's talk about Kelly Rowland. Let's talk about Kelly Rowland. Jeremiah, you know, these, uh, you are a Beyonce. Are you part of the Beehive? I think I'm Beehive adjacent. You know, I don't have an official mem- membership card, but you know, I love Beyonce. Okay, well, so does Kelly Rowland, and she loves Blue Ivy. Tell tell the people. <laughs> yeah, so Kelly Rowland says she's very proud of Blue Ivy amid her performances during the Renaissance Tour. So, you know, Beyonce and Jay-Z's oldest daughter, Blue Ivy, she's an 11-year-old Grammy winner. I don't know if y'all know that. And she has a lot of fans across the country for her dance breaks during her mom's Renaissance World Tour when she comes out during um, Power. And Kelly Rowland also stated that, you know, she started performing at a young age with Beyonce and that she's excited to see Blue Ivy's future because it's, it kind of mirrors her mother's um, footsteps. But you know, a lot of people, Amanda, when Blue Eye first joined the tour, had a lot to say about my girl dance moves. But she's improved over the summer and now she's killing it. I don't even... Now they real wait, quiet. Wait, I need to stop. I need you to stop because it has never been okay to me 
that people were really out here like critiquing <laughs> 11 year old Blue Ivy. Mm-hmm. Like they they was really out here like, I mean, she seems stiff. <laughs> people had a lot to say. People had a lot to say. People had a lot to say. Like just because Blue Ivy is on stage in front of millions and your closest version of this was that praise dance that you did at church last weekend, okay? <laughs> I need you to just show love to the the children. Show love to the children, okay? These are the people who were not allowed to come to the Apollo because the rule at the Apollo was we don't boo the kids, right? Remember that? That's the rule. We don't boo the kids. But now social media, somehow people have decided that because Blue Ivy is the daughter of these two rich people, that she should be you know, an exception. I also saw somewhere the other other day they had um, Tiny had posted her daughter. She had posted her daughter singing something from Frozen. And people were like, I mean, she sounds just like a kid singing. Like, this ain't special. (laughs) And her daughter's like five. (laughs) Right. Her daughter's like five. I'm just like, I don't understand. I don't know. Y'all are cut from a different cloth. Y'all are cut from different cloth. But, you know, she has gotten more confident over the course of the tour. And I think it's dope that, you know, she's getting this type of experience. Mm -hmm. For what it's worth, even if she has a net worth of $800 million. Um, she still has to go out there and like feel good about herself, That's you know? Right. And she went out there and I feel like she learned, she still had to learn the choreography. And for all intents and purposes, you in sixth grade and this, how you spent your summer. She was working, baby. <laughs> working. An arena tour. <laughs> She's working. As somebody who was doing three shows in front of the castle at Disney during Christmas when I was eight years old, I can tell you, it looks fun. That thing is work. And they are definitely behind her like, one, two, hit, hit, trust. Okay? Uh, when we get back, we got a summertime pop quiz right here on the Amanda Seals Show. one eight five five amanda 8 That's one eight five five amanda 8 We'll be right back. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. Okay, so y'all, Labor Day is coming up this Monday. All right, so that means if you had white linen pants and you was trying to get them off, <laughs> like you got you got only a couple more days to fit it in. All right, that's the rules. And you're also not supposed to wear white sneakers. I mean, that doesn't count for New York because they're wearing white Air Force Ones year round. So that doesn't count. But Labor Day is coming up this Monday and it marks the official, or I guess the unofficial end of the summer. And so right. in honor of the summertime, our engineer, uh, Supreme, DJ Supreme, says he has a pop quiz for us. Address oh, me Lord. as Professor Supreme to keep it professional. <laughs> okay. All right, okay, Professor. Professor. All right, let me let me let me ring the school bell real quick. Class uh. <laughs> is in session. Okay. Jeremiah, like the Bible, you ready? I am ready. Amanda Seals, you ready? Let's listen, laugh, and learn. I'm red, I'm red, I'm red. Here we go. Um, so let's start it with this one. What is the most popular grilling food in the US during the summer? Bing. Hamburgers. Oh, did Jeremiah just come out of left field and snatch that from you, Amanda Seals? I mean, I literally buzzed in. <laughs> Anything, it's Annie up over here when you're in Professor Supreme's class. Okay, I'll give it. I'll give it to the brother. I'll give it to the brother. All right. All right. What Shakespeare play is named after a summer? A Midsummer night. Night's Dream. Nice. Jeremiah like the Bible. What's, what's going I mean, on here? I knew that. I didn't. I knew that. I knew a Midsummer's Night's nice Dream. I played Puck in the South Southwest Middle School <laughs> production. She's so refined, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. So refined. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Here's the. Let's take it totally left with this one. What insect is the most commonly associated with the summer season? Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. She slept you with that one, Jeremiah. Let's see if, you know, we can maybe tie it up. Amanda Seals is up three. You got one? Two, one. Yeah, I got one. Two, one. Two, one. All right. What popular U.S. holiday marks the unofficial start of summer? Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Amanda Seals for the win again. And black people actually created Memorial Day, too, by the way. Which That's they true. absolutely do not acknowledge, right? Like, no one ever At says all. that loudly. <laughs> At all. So, this is the Amanda Seal show, and she's the winner again. <laughs> what a surprise. There you go, folks. 
good, but good job, good job to everybody involved. Good job to everybody involved. You know, A for effort, T for nice try. You feel me? Stay right here, y'all. Did y'all get the answers right? Did y'all get the answers right? Hit me up and, and listen. Some of y'all may have just learned that Memorial Day was created by Black people, so I hope you go and do some extra googling to get more info on that. All right, we'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. It is Amanda Seals here. If you missed anything, remember to check out our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts, okay? We're always taking calls on our topics and the phone lines are open 24-7. Let's get actually onto the phone line. What's up? I dream of paying off my debt. I got so <laughs> many, so many bills. That is crazy. And they're temporary bills, meaning once I pay them all, then I don't have to worry about them no more. I dream of being out of debt and that is gonna help me become the woman that I need to be financially. I love it for you. I love that. You know what the beauty of that is? You know, that's the kind of dream that can become, um, it it can go from a dream to a plan. Yep, that's sure. And then a and then a plan to a goal. You know what I'm saying? Because some of us have dreams that just really ain't gonna happen. You know, right. some of us have dreams that also don't mean nothing. Like I have my my ex's dream was to have a private plane. Why? Why? You know, get places faster. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm just, I just never. I was like, what? Why? Why do you need a PJ? I guess, I guess. In my mind, like that just feels like a big carbon footprint is what it feels like. That's true. That is true. So I'm trying to lessen my carbon footprint. I say that as I want to, you know, make some type of midlife crisis purchase. But nonetheless, I haven't. (laughs) It's not a private jet. We know that much. It it ain't that. Nope. It ain't that. It ain't that. It ain't that. We got another caller. What's up? What do you dream about? I just dream of a world that black people will get along and learn how to stand up for each other like other races do. Like, we never have gotten to that point where we stand up for each other or build each other up. We always let each other down, got an attitude, or got some smart to say to one another for no reason. I just wish that we all just come together because the world will be a better place for us and we won't have to be through these struggles like we I'm with you, sis. I'm with you. Because it is very, very real. And I feel like until all of us are on the same page about how real it is, it it won't change. It won't change. So that's that. I'm with you. I have the same dream. When we get back, we got politicians say the darnest things. I have a dream that we would have, you know, politicians who are actually public servants instead of just people <laughs> out here spewing BS all the time. All time. Plus, we got two second headlines and your big up let down. It's all coming up next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Come on. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. We are here and we're up, we're up, we're up. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals and it is time to listen, laugh, and learn because I have our word for the day. Jeremiah like the Bible. Yes. The word of the day is quiescent. Um, I don't know what that means, but it wouldn't make a great name for somebody. Quiescent? I can see that. Somebody <laughs> kindergarten class. <laughs> My homegirl was a um a kindergarten teacher and like every year she would send us a text with like the names, like some of the names, some of the standout names from her class on the first day of school. And one time it was a pair of twins named Moet and Alize. You know, we are But here's the thing. I remember (laughs) that it was not pronounced Moet. It was pronounced Moet and Alize. Cause you know in French Moet is supposed to be pronounced Moet. I didn't know that. That's why I was like, that's how you're supposed to say it, right? Well, no. <laughs> nope. 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 
All right. So any guesses on quiescent? Any guesses? Quiescent. Um, qui to acquire to to gain something. <laughs> is it French? <laughs> is there? Is that the origin? Uh, qui is a formal word that describes things that are quiet, inactive, uh. or in a state of peaceful rest. I always try and make some like fancy sentences. I was like, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. So I'm just going to use a sentence that the dictionary told you. Volcanoes often exist for centuries in a quiescent state before their sudden violent eruptions. Okay. I was thinking of a corpse and you said it, but that's a good one too. The racists of America were somewhat in a quiescent state until Donald Trump was elected and in and gave them encouragement to be their worst selves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good one. You try. Oh, uh, um, her feelings for her best friend were quiescent until he kissed her. Was that right? Oh, wow. That was a good one. Good job. Good job. 10 points and for I Gryffindor. Raise my hand. See? Yeah, 10 points for Gryffindor. All right. Well, what do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest things. Also, in case you missed it, 60 second headlines plus the big up letdown. All right. All that right here. All of that right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Remember to hit us up 1 Amanda 8. That's 1 Amanda 8. If you have not checked out my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust, what are you waiting for? Go to inamandawetrust.com. It is only available till Friday. All right. It is only available till Friday. And I hope that I will get your support. This is my public service announcement through comedy to remind y'all that we got to know more so we can do more. Okay. We got to be the change we wish to see if we're trying to see this government not take us all down. Okay. So show me some love and I'm showing you some love with this project. Hit me up. All right. In AmandaWeTrust.com. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show with politicians say the darndest things. Don't move. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I am Amanda Seals and it is time for politicians say the darndest things. So today's politician is a repeat offender, but this time it's a young version of Vivek Ramaswamy when he was talking about voting with Reverend Al Sharpton when he was running for president. Let's take a listen. Reverend Sharpton, hello, I'm Vivek, and I want to ask you, uh, last week on the show we had Senator Kerry, and this week, and, and, and the week before we had Senator Edwards, and my question for you is, of all the Democratic candidates out there, why should I vote for the one with the least political experience? Well, you shouldn't, because I have the most political experience. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) He's been a douche trying to get seen since the 90s. Like, literally, he's at a talk show. Right. This is where this is. Yeah, this is where this is taking place. He's at a talk show. Um, And now he's the one with the least political experience. That's actually the funny part of all of this. The full circle moment of it all. There you have that. So, you know, I think that there's a reality that um, this person is a clown and a shill for the Republicans. And basically, anytime a... I saw Eva Max Kendi getting interviewed because he had said that uh, Ayanna Presley and Eva Max Kendi are the KKK, which is nonsense. So we're not even going to address that again. But Eva Max Kendi said, you know, he's doing what he's supposed to do, which is be a brown person that is targeting other black and brown people. That's what Republicans want you to do. And racists want you to play that role and make Mm -hmm. it as if the wrong people, make it as if the people who are wrong are the people who are calling rightfully, who are calling out racism. Right. No, that makes sense. Play your role, play your role, even to detriment of yourself. Right. So there we go. So that's Ramek Ramaswamy, Vivek Ramaswamy. Old school Vivek, new school Vivek, still whack Vivek in any in any era, <laughs> in any era. So that means that even when Sharpton was dressing like the Godfather of Harlem, <laughs> even when Sharpton was dressing like a Russian mob boss in velour suits with a perm, Vivek Ramaswamy was still a d bag. Got it. You know what else we got? We got to see second headlines when we get back. Plus we got a big plus we have a big up let down. So don't go anywhere. See Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. 
right, y'all, let's check it out. Let's check out. We're about to check out right here at the Amanda Seals Show. So Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian, common sense specialist. Jeremiah, like the Bible, run it down for what we covered today. We talked about Tennessee State Representative Justin Jones being silenced once again by, you know, um, Cameron Sexton over there in the Tennessee House. Also, Mary J. Blige has a biopic in the works. What else we got going on? We got the black lawmaker who spoke out on race and what Governor DeSantis is doing to the state of Florida. Also, Ricky Rouse is the focus of a class in a Georgia law school this fall. So if you miss any part of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Seals Show podcast episodes available wherever you get your podcasts and stay connected with us on social media at Seals Sedman. Now, coming up on Thursday's show, we'll have another round of six second headlines. It's group chat day. So we're going to talk about friends and building your tribe and our favorite, most likely to, with Jeremiah Like the Bible. All that and more is coming up right here at the Amanda Seals Show. So make sure to check it out. Also, make sure to give us a call, 1 855 8 That's 1 I'd love to hear your things that you learned this week. And if you did check out my back, my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Love to hear them. Why? Because it's only available till Friday. In Amanda We Trust is only available till Friday. So go to inamandawetrust.com and show your love and support today. All right, we are out of here. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Peace. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.